When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain, Sierra says, save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat-up old running shoes, Sierra says, save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery, well, then we say, you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! And welcome to Like-Minded Friends with me, Susie Ruffle. And me, Tom Allen. We're coming to you a day late. We're both having quite busy weeks. It's been quite the week, hasn't it, for both of us, Suze? As you've been all over the bloody place. Yes. You've been on a treadmill with Scott Mills. Oh, I have been on a treadmill with Scott Mills. Yes. Mm, I, I love Scott Mills. He's just done 24 hours on a treadmill to raise money for children in need. That's amazing, isn't it? Such a nice guy. He's so lovely, so sweet. And I think it was very, I think it was very, very hard. I think at like two o'clock in the morning when it was just him and a producer, that must have been really, but it was all streamed live on my player. I would have stopped. Was he able to (laughs) stop and and sort of use the facilities or did he just go on the platform? No, no, I think he used the facilities. And I, I, I think there was like a physio that had to like, I think sort of, for it to be okay for him to do, I think he had to be stretched out every so often. Oh, so BBC. He was awake for 24 hours and moving for that long. Mm, that's the thing, isn't it? When you're awake for that long, it's, it's just sort of so... Yeah. Um, Here's yeah. the bloody cat again. Right, sorry. Sorry, as always, the cat's, the cat's getting involved. Sorry, oh, that's Velma. great. Velma's here. No. But you know what she's like, Tom? She's got some terrible opinions and she's always... She is quite reactionary, I will say that, yes. I don't know if Um, she's... um, She might upset people. That's the thing. I'd hate for that to happen. (laughs) Oh, Susie, we're losing you a bit. Oh, no. Are you okay, though? You're okay? You're just... Am I? Are you recording on the voice memo, Susie? No, I can't do that at the same time, I don't think. Well, I think it's fine. I can hear you. You think? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My line, it's because I don't have the internet yet, so we're doing this on the phone, but we thought you'd sooner have a little episode of us just saying than nothing at all. That's it. And sometimes, you know, we are here and sometimes we're not here completely, and that's life, you know? That was good. It's profound, wasn't it? You can tell your author. You can tell him what? An author. An author? Oh, sorry, I thought you said a wanker. <laughs> um, just making sure. All we heard was, uh, you can tell you're uh, and I thought, what she said there. Um, but Suze, why haven't you got internet? Have you been cut off for not paying your bill? No, Tom, I've moved into the house, finally. I'm oh, gonna- it's happened. It's happened. I've been on a trip with Scott Mills. You've been 
on a treadmill in life? Well, you know, I've been around. Um, I I did these uh, lovely book events. Um, I went to. Are they um, done now? Um, well, yes, absolutely. For now, yes. Maybe we'll do some more at some point. But um, we did um, uh, Manchester on Sunday, and then travelled to Edinburgh on Monday, and then um, and then Edinburgh on Tuesday, uh, and then flew to Dublin on Wednesday. Did um, Angela Scanlon's chat show here in Dublin, and that's where I am oh, right now. I yes. love. Scanlon. I love Angela Scanlon. So genuine, so lovely, so funny. And I met Minnie Driver on her church show. Oh, I'm th- that is such a huge clang. That is probably one of my biggest clangs, actually. And she Talk was, to me about Minnie Driver. She was so lovely. And she was tall and and is tall statuesque. and statuesque and yes. friendly from the start. You know, when you just think you're nice. Love it. Um, we just had such a laugh and she was so normal, even though like I'm always like thinking people who live in L.A., they're so different and everything must be so like rarefied. But she was like, no, it's just, you know, she's just like just normal person. It's just where she lives. It's just where she lives. Yeah. And she was just, um, yeah, just talking about like her first filming job and how she spent the money on getting some new tires for her car. Huh? Um, uh, and and I thought that's a very stand up thing to do, actually, isn't it? Like to sort of spend your money on a car so you can get from gig to gig. She's been in the industry for such a long time, hasn't she? Yeah, I was trying to think. I think she was doing things in early nineties. Yeah, yeah, certainly the nineties. Um, but just like lovely person, and I thought, oh, that's nice. Yeah, really nice. Is she plugging something? Well, she's got a book out actually, um, but we weren't. None of us were really plugging anything because we just talked all the time. So it was a nice time. And, <laughs> um, it was. Uh, it was. Yeah. It was really. It was really. Um, it was really fun, actually. Yeah, really fun and a really like lively audience. It was really like woo. They were very up for it. Drink after. And then I had a couple of drinks, but it was their rap. So um, it was their rap drink. So I didn't like to stay for too long. So I dashed home to the hotel. Got into bed, fell asleep almost straight away, which was nice. That is nice. And what are you doing today? Do you have a day off or are you going somewhere else? No, no. Fly back today and then go to Newbury tonight to do um, a a work in progress tour show. And then Newbury uh, to Huntingdon tomorrow. Are you tired? Well, do you know what? I'm not that tired. I've been eating a lot. That's good. And that's good, isn't it? Um, Good. Lovely meals, lovely food, lovely little wandering around. Do you know what was really nice as well, Suze? And I feel like this will resonate with our listeners here. It was so nice to go to Edinburgh and not have any reference to the festival and not feel any of that stress or anything. It was, so, I was like, what a beautiful city. It was so lovely. That is really nice. You know. I, I, I'm doing my tour show there in maybe March. And, I'm, and it'll be the first time in years that I've been there. It's beautiful. Well, I felt like I'd been on holiday, like going there, just walking around, going to the little cafes, going up for dinner. It was... Oh, I'm so chic. So chic and so calm. It wasn't like you can just go into a bar and it's not like, well, we're full or there's like five million people waiting for a drink. It was just like, oh, it's fine. That's nice. Yeah, it was really nice, Suze. It was really nice. How was your tour going? It's been extended, Suze. Well, listen, Tom, we're doing some in the spring, that's for sure. Well, that's 
Beautiful. It's very exciting. Yes, the tour's finished now. So it's been lovely. I've really enjoyed it. Every show was a, just a joy. Oh. And I'm very excited to, yeah, to, to, to have a little break and then get the show back up on its feet and go back out. And I'm going, yes, to lots of places like Manchester and Glasgow mm. and, and Newcastle and Liverpool. Oh, and serious. Oho. So, yeah, lots, lots of fun stuff. Oh, fabulous. That's so great. So great. It'll be lovely. So you're going to be doing that all through the spring now? Yeah. Yeah, for, for oh. a couple of months in the spring, which would be nice. I think just March and April. I really should look at my diary. No, no. Be like me. Just just, just worry about it on the day. Have a bag. You're like a woman that's about to have a baby. You've always got a bag by the door. Mm. Well, that's also my anxiety, that just in case I have to go on the run from the police. Oh, yes, of course. Where would you go if you're on the run from the police? Well, a bit like hunted. Well, I don't know because, of course, I'm such a laugher. Um, but I think I'd, I'd probably head to the hills. That's what I always imagine. Right, yeah. Which hills? Any specific or just in the direction of hills? Um, Biggin Hills or um, or Shirley Hills in Croydon. <laughs> right. Shirley Hills always sounds like a drag queen. Have I said that on this podcast before? Um, I don't know that you have, but I think it's worth saying again if you have. It's actually a place in Croydon, which is quite salubrious, and where Ronnie Corbett used to live. But it's- yes, Suze. Um, but surely I didn't know in Croydon. He did, yes, he did live in well the Croydon Hills, Surrey Hills. I think he would describe it as yeah, very salubrious, very salubrious around there. Um, it's actually very nice. People don't realise how nice Croydon is. I, I'm not saying a thing. Well, well, Velma had an opinion. Velma. <laughs> it's me talking about going going to a cafe in Edinburgh. You've moved. I've moved house. I love it. Awesome. Um, it's really nice. It's 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 kind of my dream come true house. It's a house that would be lovely to have Christmas in. But that's the only thing you need to worry about. It doesn't matter if it's hell the rest of the year. Now, you know my concerns here. What are the neighbours like? Really nice. Oh, thank God. Really friendly. Um, I'm seeing a um, nurse on one side and... Um, and a family. She's got a family on one side, right. and right. Um, maybe some sort of lesbian bike shop owners on the other. I say you're wrong. Both counts. I don't. Oh. I don't know. I don't know employment status. I don't know. You need to find it, that out. I do. I don't know, but I do know that they they've both knocked on and said hello. Oh, that's lovely. That's Very lovely. nice. And the the man two doors down knocked on and said hi. Wow, is he Scottish and from the sitcom Two Doors Down? And no, he's actually a dear friend of Dolly Parton. Oh, I see the other reference. Oh, um, that's lovely. And then the two people to the right, uh, they I was getting the baby out of the car. Yes. And I said, oh, this is our new neighbours. Oh, what did you the baby okay? say? Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, And the baby said, and I said, say hello. And she went, hello, bum bum face. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's charming. <laughs> because her new thing is to call people bum bum face. Oh, dear. Hilarious. <laughs> well, so do I. Yeah. Did the neighbours find it funny. <laughs> well, the, what, the thing is that... Oh, you just turned into... You went a bit robotic there, huh? Say it again. They actually have bums for faces. Oh, they do actually have bums for faces. Oh. So I don't know what to say. It was very oh. awkward. That must have been awkward. And what do the neighbours on the other side, what are they like? 
They're very nice family, older boys, seem very friendly. Oh, uh, they've got a nice black lab. Oh, that's nice. Oh, that's yeah, nice. Yeah, that was the sort of thing I was hoping for, people with dogs. Of course, because until you're a person with dogs, you want to be around people with dogs. Yes, I like to be near dogs. I do. Mm. Have you um, thought any more about getting a dog? Well, Alfie and I are trying for a dog at the moment. Are you? Um but we are trying, but um, that's a line of my show. But the um, but no, I'm trying to convince him he would like he would like dogs. It's the first part of that. Um, but I was thinking about getting a staffy. What do you think about that? I think they're really nice. People say that, don't they? Although yeah. they have got a reputation for eating people, but that too. You know, haven't we all? Huh. What so, about a nice little whippet? That's what I want. Could you get one of those and I can just touch it because they've got well, such. Rob has got a whippet, and I was given the opportunity to get a whippet from his litter, as it were. Um, but I thought better of it. But I do like them, but they're so spindly. I'm worried about them all the time. <laughs> it's like living with a model in the 90s. Very like a model in the 90s. Model behaviour. Do you remember that? No, what was that? It was like a sort of um, one of those talent show shows where someone was going to be chosen to get a modelling contract. <gasps> I'm sure it's called model behaviour. And all I remember was one of them, they all got drunk one night and one of them pissed herself on the floor. And <gasps> I thought that's the sort of thing I do. And she got sent home. And that's the sort of thing that you that happens and to you. And that's sort of, that's why I'll never be a model. Yeah. Well, you know who won that? Who? A whippet. Yes, that's right. It was a real turn up. I know that would have been so funny if they'd like done <laughs> humans and animals. <laughs> <laughs> Why hasn't that show made uh, made an appearance on our screens? Oh, yeah, I would love that. Do you remember yeah. that time of TV shows that were all about sort of the industry? And there was like Pineapple Dance Studios. Yes, of course. That was so fascinating. Such a real insight into the industry. Yes, yes, it was wonderful. Louis Spence had a real moment, didn't he? Do you remember? Yeah, Louis Spence now, though? That's what I want to know. Right in. Right to him. Yeah, I, I feel like he must be shimmying his way around Covent Garden still. Maybe. Um, maybe. Um, there were a lot of those programmes. And there was also the BBC, the CBBC sitcom, or no, drama, The Beers. Do you remember that? It was about no. a stage school. It was about a stage school. And, um, in, and, and all the kids were just very under a lot of pressure. And <gasps> there was something about dancing and crying in the dance studio. I remember that. It was very dramatic. I'm sure a lot of our listeners will have watched it because it's the sort of camp thing that um, they will have gravitated toward. Maybe they'd enjoy if they're yeah. listening. It is. And Alfie had never seen The House of Elliot. Now, I think that's probably one of the most shocking things I've said on this podcast. Um, did you watch it, Susie, The House of Elliot? No. Oh, Susie. It was then spoofed by French and Saunders. But... Um, it was a wonderful drama in which went out on Sunday nights in in lieu of a sort of Downton or indeed dare I say kill the midwife um, timing, and it was set in the nineteen twenties about two sisters who ran their own dress company, and it was famously spoofed by French and Saunders. Um, and one had frizzy short hair, short blonde hair. One had um, dark hair in a bob. That's all I remember. Are you remembering it, or are you remembering the French and Saunders spoof? Mainly the French and Saunders spoof, actually. One of them had a partner called Jack, who constantly seemed to be breaking up with her. And then, of course, Jennifer Saunders played that character and looked exactly like her and was constantly like, Jack, 
Oh, Jack. Oh, the collection. We've got to worry about the collection. Um, she was Scottish for some reason, I think. But then her... I think she was Scottish and then her sister wasn't. That was never explained. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was wonderful. 1920s. Um, yes. Full artistic license. Yeah. they. I tell you, they had a license with that. I watched <laughs> it the other day, though, on like UK TV, Dave plus 12 or whatever it's called. Um, <laughs> and it was on there. And um, it wasn't, as of Elliot, it wasn't as good as it seemed. But it was fun. It was very glamorous for any, I'm sure any any little gays listening to our podcast now will have fondly remembered watching that with their mothers alongside Lovejoy. Oh, I remember Lovejoy. He was an antiques dealer. And he wore a leather jacket and sometimes yeah. leather trousers. Mm. Really? Uh, maybe I'm imagining that. But... <laughs> In your Jones. head, is he sort of a, a leather boy? He's Tom of Finland, yeah, in my head, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, so you remember? Yes. What? Tom of Finland is like a cartoon, right? Well, I always wanted to make my name Tom of England. Oh, I like that. Yeah, but sort of less kind of explicit. Um, what, what were you going to say about Tom of Finland? Well, is he like a, he's that like muscly leather cartoon. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I did Asking what he was, just checking that I knew that we were talking about the same time of Finland. Yes, it wasn't like just a, somebody I met once in Finland. Um, uh, yeah, no, it was, it's very kind of, um, it's very, hom- I mean, beyond homoerotic, I think just, just sheer erotic. <laughs> I think is how we Right. Think. Right. Lots of um, willies and things. I can't remember if you actually see the actual willies or what, but you certainly see lots of bulging leather trousers. Sure. And and motorbikes, on a motorbike, that sort of thing. Maybe you do. I can't remember. It's not something I've ever been, like, hugely into, um, the cartoon. But um, the... Yeah. It's not something something that would get my blood racing. It's not something... I've never thought, oh, God, I've got to turn the page. It wouldn't warm your cockles, no. Um, but it would... Um, it, I don't know where I don't know where you would get it. I'm sure you can buy it now. In I'm going to get a massive piece for your house that you're going to feel like you have to put up, that you're going to have to explain to your mum. A mural across one wall as you go in the door. That would be great. Yeah. A whole leather motorbike. Maybe some sort so of glory hole scene. Oh, yes. That's a great idea. That would be lovely for people when they come Maybe around. Maybe something kitchen absolutely absolutely that would be so Next nice reviewing joe brand yes that's lovely that the band did yes that's nice i'm sure joe would like um like <laughs> it is the sort of book that would be like too naughty to buy as a teenager well it wasn't my teenage years oh. it was my prudish teenagers not now of course i'm sure young people are very confident oh uh, you know how confident young people are tom Oh, they are so confident now, aren't they? Um, but I don't know if they actually are. Um, well, no, we're all pretending all of the time. Exactly, exactly. We're all pretending. Tom, the worst happened last night. Oh, Water no. roof. Water gives you the roof of the new house. You just said it's your dream house. Yeah, it is my dream house, but it's got a leak into the attic. Oh, no. Not the flat roof bit, which I know I was worried about. In That's what you were worried about, yes. Yeah, not even that bit, a different bit. It's all repairable, Susie. It's all we repairable. We have a man called Ricky. He told us what to do. Ricky, don't lose that number. Um, what? Um, <laughs> what? So Ricky came around. Was he a family friend? Because you do Ricky have a Ricky. Ra- 
we just spoke to him on the phone and he told us what to do. It was it was a situation with towels, buckets, and some black bin liners. Gosh, it sounds like a bit from Call the Midwife. That's the sort of thing it they tell. Was. The, anyway. sort of thing they tell the husband to get. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> some boiling water. Some boiling yeah, water. anyway, we've had yeah. twins. Wow, that's great. Came in through the roof. Came in through the roof. Came in through oh, the roof. <laughs> lovely. The stock delivered them. Ricky, is that your dad's brother, Ricky? No, it's not my dad's brother, Ricky. It's um, it's it's just a man that's a roofer in, in Brighton that we've that we've spoken to before about doing our flat roof. Oh wow! Well, it was good you had him on the Rolodex. Well, of course, I'm mm. so pleased you've got a Rolodex. Of course, I, you know I don't like these newfangled ideas, um, and and um, things. But um, oh, that's great that he was on hand. Did he charge you a call out fee? No, because he didn't actually come. It was just on the phone. He just told us what to do. Get a bin liner and sellotape it round. Well, it wasn't sort of that, yeah. Oh gosh! So is he going to come around and fix it? For goodness' sake. Goodness sake, he is on Friday, thank God. Oh, thank God. Well, that's good, because you know what? With every, I think with every home, um, there's always something that goes wrong like that. So don't panic. Yeah, I think so. Also, I think we're going to live here maybe forever. In it, To, to quote good. my dad about their house. Oh, yeah. Um, I'll leave here in a box. Lovely. Lovely. Really nice, right? Yeah, lovely. lovely. I'll leave here in a box. And that's how I feel about this place. They'll have to carry me out here in a box. I love it. Oh, that'll be lovely, won't it? Yeah, lovely. <laughs> um, and um, <laughs> or just as, just live there as a ghost, haunting it like in Beetlejuice. Yeah, I've not. I'm really pleased. There's not been any. I was a bit worried about ghosts because the, the house was built in 1890. Oh no, you'll be fine. And so I was quite worried about maybe small Victorian children. Yes, but you know what? You mustn't. They don't. They wouldn't come and disturb you. Yeah, I don't think so. I think you've got good vibes. They haven't popped up yet. And so I feel like if they've not popped up yet, they're not coming. Well, Flo said to me, friend of the podcast, said to me, um, why uh, why don't you put the television on if you're worried about ghosts? Because ghosts don't like electrical things. Did you mean that? So that's oh, are you actually worried about ghosts in your house? No, not in my house. When I lived in Edinburgh and I was very near the spooky graveyard and my room looked out on a spooky graveyard. Oh, that was really frightening. I don't know how you slept in that room. I um, wouldn't have done it. And I didn't have a television actually with me at that time, so I don't know why. But I think I just left my phone on playing a podcast and that was enough to scare them away. A ghost <laughs> podcast. A ghost, yes. It was Britain's most haunted. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> actually, you know what? I would turn off the light and I would sleep fine in that room. So I think you know, don't you? You know if there's a vibe. It's a vibe. It's a vibe thing, isn't it? It's vibes. Mm, vibes are good. Um, so um, so that's, that's my tip. But I don't think you'll have Victorian children there. Do you hear the, no. the people either side? Not really. Brilliant. That's brilliant. Yeah, it's great. It's what? great. We've actually got, I've got, got a handyman here right now in the other room. You've got a handy what? A handyman here right now. Oh, what's what's the handyman doing? Is it handy handy? It, it's, I, I haven't checked yet because I'll just let him in. He's building an Ikea wardrobe. So you get a person in to do that for you. Oh, I'm really sure. Things like that, Tom. That so it, it, bougie. So you've changed. It, it's not bougie. It's It's... It's money towards my marriage. Yeah, because you would have an argument. Have I become the bourgeois? No, no, not at all. Um, I think that's very wise, very wise to employ people um, and and get them who are experts in it. And did you know with IKEA sofas, for example, you can get covers made bespoke, you know, away from IKEA. People make them for you, and you can have so you can have like a design they wouldn't have in IKEA. Oh, that's good. 
Are you working for them? I work for them, yeah. Um, no, yeah, no, I, I, don't, I don't. But um, yeah, so that's just something to bear in mind. But um, the, uh, what was I going to say? So there's a handyman in the house doing mm-hmm. the wardrobe. You showed me a picture of your of your lounge sitting room. And yeah. it was, it was like you'd lived there for always. It looked so cosy and homely. But you know what I'm like? I'm like, I need everything done yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I bet you are quite quite fastidious with that kind of thing. you're very relaxed with like making things like you're very good at like just being quite chilled with things and allowing things to grow i'm like everything has to be perfect in within mm. an hour loose you might say but yes um well i um i i do well i mean i i know what i know i know what you mean <laughs> i am like that considering the first few months of me living in my house i didn't have any furniture so things no. like that those are quite laid back but that's good. That's good. Well, no, but it's good to get it all like homely because then you can start. You can change it. Well, listen, Tom. But we're all just doing our own things at our own time, and everything's everyone's doing well. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, everyone's just doing great, aren't they? Oh, um, so I'm very much looking forward to coming around and seeing it. Maybe towards the end of this month. Yes. Mm, okay. Fine. Right. Oh, are you? Oh, that would be nice. Would you like that? Love that. Love okay. it. I'm sort of dinner situation. Lovely. Um, marvellous. Well, listen, Tom, we're only doing a short one today because we, we don't are. have any correspondence. I don't have the internet. And I'm really sorry to everyone about how, no. about the fact that it, my voice probably sounds terrible. It doesn't, Suze, actually. Do you know, I know how stressful it is because I it's was really on. Actually. I was on a radio show with Michelle McManus a couple of weeks ago, Clang. Uh-huh. And um, I thought I was telling a wonderful story and then. Um, Michelle had to say to me, I'm sorry, Tom, um, you, we're losing you a bit there. And it's so stressful because you're like, oh, I'm just... What can I do? What can I do? What can I do? What can I do? But you mustn't worry. People understand these things. We've all been there. We can hear you. It's fine. Okay, and if people fine. are getting stressy about it, they need to calm down. I've said that before. Um, yes. I listened to that um, that great Taylor Swift song, You Need to Calm Down. Oh, Taylor's got a song now. Oh, but you can't get tickets. The website crashes. No, it crashes. I, uh, I'm going to send you that song right now because I really love it and I think you'll oh. like it too. I'm also Susie and I feel like this is going to be a topic yeah. next week. I was given sure. a gift basket by Angela Scanlon. Um, oh some, my God. Tell me crisps, about it. Some tomato crisps, some tomato yes. relish, some Barry's tea um, and some um, muscle rub. And um, I want to take it all home with me because it's in a lovely basket that might be good for maybe displaying bread rolls in in my home. Yes, um, I should I wish to impersonate a harvester? And um, I don't know how I'm going to take it on the plane. Shall I take it as hand luggage, a gift basket? Is that a, a thing that people do? I think it's fine. I think you're allowed to do that. I might just say to them at the airport, what shall I do here? And they can just tell yes. me. Yes. Is there a way that you can say, I'm so sorry, but I'm off the telly? I might try that. That's always endearing, isn't it? Have you seen me? <laughs> oh, but then, oh, Susan, I you get to see here. Have you Have you seen me? Maybe have you, have you watched uh, um, E4's Virtually Famous? Um, <laughs> a lovely, a lovely, lovely, um, a lovely reference, a lovely show. Um, but no, okay. Well, I'll feedback on that when I next speak to you. Please do, um, and I'll feed- back on how good the handyman was oh i can't wait to hear how much how... and to hear about whether i've got a roof next week well can't old handy hand, handyman go up there and fix it for you is no. he good with roofs 
cooking. I think it's a different thing, putting together furniture and fixing a roof. Oh, well, some people. But, we um, just think that yeah. these men and women that mm. are handy can just do everything. And I think they, they do everything in, they do different bits. They're wizards, aren't they? That's yes, the that's the thing, isn't it? That's the thing. Also, and by the way, just before we go, I met some lovely people on the book tour because I know I put up that picture of Waterstones where nobody was there. Um, but actually... <laughs> um, People came, I promise. <laughs> people did come to the actual evening event in the Queen's Hall in Edinburgh. Um, it was a lovely crowd. And um, there was somebody, well, somebody put their hand up and said how they liked the podcast. And um, and so that, um, there might have been, there may have been others, but just so you know, thank, shout out to those people. Um, so thank you. Thank you. Shout out. Shout out to them. Um, just, yeah, sending lots of love to both of us. So I wanted you to have that. Well, that's nice. I'll take that with me. Thank you. Take that. Um, but okay, go and make sure that handyman is assembling your wardrobe. Yeah, he's got a couple um, shelves as well. Oh, the 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 lion, the witch, and the wardrobe. Well, go and enjoy that. We look forward to hearing all about that next week. You and, will, you will. And just have a wonderful time. And I'll, I'll speak to you later, dear. Absolutely, dear. Okay, lots okay. of love. Lots of love, dear. Bye-bye. Okay, bye for now. Bye, 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 bye. bye.